Hey guys, I'm Nick. And I'm Yuji. Welcome to Papercut. This week, Gone with the Wind, 1936 by Margaret Mitchell. Eugene, take it away. Gone with the Wind, as everyone know, is uh, one of the best known historical novels and historically accurate novels, as I may add. So it takes place against the backdrop of the American Civil War. So essentially, it brings us through the coming of age story, right? of one of the most iconic female characters in 20th century literature. And I'm sure we've all heard of her name. We've saw her name somewhere. Scarlett O'Hara. Who? You fucking what, mate? <laughs> and her untangled love story with Donald Trump, a.k.a. Red Butler. This is the same Gone of the Wind as the famous movie, right? Yeah, the 1939 one. Yeah, because yeah, it's meant to be like the highest grossing movie of all time adjusted for inflation even today yeah I'm aware of that it's also five hours long I've never watched it it's I've never, I've never I don't plan to watch it ever because I've read the book I kind of assume that I've read everything that I needed to read, read and I, I know everything that I need to know about the story so I, th- I think you're right I mean I didn't know that movie was based five hours and I had no idea it was based on this book so I've always thought that it was a don't stand on the thing, but I mean, this is new to me. But anyway, like, what's the big idea from this story? I think a lot of people will give this book shit. Like, it's been in the news. I'm sure you've seen this book pop up, like, the past couple of years, people saying, like, you should take all the wind down because it's racist. And you know what? I agree. It is racist. Is it? Yeah. You know, black people, no, they weren't called the N-word. No, they were called darkies. <laughs> So much better. So much better, so much better. I'm not sure if you know about this, but there is a brand called of toothpaste called Darlies, which used to be called Darkies, featuring a black man smiling really brightly. Hold on, hold on, hold on. I think it's still called Darkies in in Chinese, right? It's like Hot Yan Ago or something. Oh my god, is it actually? Yeah, I think it is, uh, I think it is, yeah. <laughs> well, I, I, I guess now we know where it comes from. I mean, I, should, I, I googled it up, like, you're right. But anyway, um, no, it, the, the book is it's racist in the sense that it romanticizes slavery. I guess like that's, that's where a lot of people have issues with it. And I'm not going to go into that because other people have like different opinions. But what I would say is the main theme of this book for me is not, you know, the American South, or like how glorious Dixieland is how glorious like the different democrat state back then were because they were democrats obviously mm, mm. the main theme of this book is the coming of age story of Scarlett O'Hara as I said just now so how like imagine like the most spoiled person ever those kind of girls right okay. and their entire world gets turned upon them upside down like um, practically overnight why, why is that for her in this case so why is that for her is because like she was a well established uh, so she was in a well-established Southern family right. who ran a plantation, uh-huh. right? So obviously it didn't really work after the war because, first of all, her plantation got burnt down. Oh. And second of all, like, without all the black labor around, you couldn't really run the plantation business like you used to. And I think most of all because, well, there was, like, a lot of family matters going on right. mainly you know people were dying left right and center okay so um she basically kind of found herself put in a position where she would she was never ever ever comfortable with 
or even like mildly prepared for. A lot of the book is about how resilient she is and how how she managed to change herself, transform herself, and defy all odds. Like not like not even smoothly, by the way. Mm-hmm. Like it was with lots of trouble, lots of like fuck ups and stuff, and lots of pulling strings and like making a fool of herself. That she kind of transforms into the woman we see at the end of the book. Right. So I feel like that is the main thing, the main takeaway of the book is how resilient, how resilient uh, Scarlett O'Hara is. I'm going to be very critical here. Does the setting play a part in any of this? Because it feels like I could have taken a sort of similar premise and translated it into that and you would still get that same story arc. No, it doesn't. I'm like, that's why I said like the main thing of this book isn't the savory part mm. or like the self part. The main thing of this book is her growing up basically. And you're right, it can happen in other different books and I'm sure it has happened in other different books. It's just, this is one of the first few books I've seen where the growing up part gets uh, delivered in such a gritty way. Like it was very gritty. You, you literally see how her family, like her family falls apart, her world falls apart, how she reacts to it and how you know it kind of still doesn't favor her in a lot of senses and it's not a traditional like oh yeah things go well eventually like Mm-mm. like at the end of the book like she still doesn't really have the happy ending that people would normally associate with those kind of stories right okay so yeah i think it's it's good in the sense that it's very realistic and it's very applicable final rating from you are you doing I'm going to go out of the limb and say 8 out of 10. Like, I know a lot of people don't really like this book for the reasons I've said before. But honestly, it's very good and interesting. It's, it's like a very good and interesting read. I would say, not like if not just for the reasons I said, you can kind of see the sentimentality the South had against the North. Like, Not a historically accurate book, but a good book to read to strike conversation. I, I looked through this on Goodreads just now. It's a thousand bloody pages it, it's it has to be bloody good for me to read it like I, kind of kind of Monte Cristo good you know <laughs> is it really worth my time is my no, question I would say I would say it is quite similar to kind of Monte Cristo um, it's definitely worth your time and audiobook it honestly audiobook it don't don't read it because first of all it's got, you can't carry it around with you mm. everywhere you go and second of all, just so much quicker with audiobooks. So much quicker. So much quicker, right? So much quicker, indeed. Brought so, to you by Audible. <laughs> exactly. Get Audible. We, know we, we weren't paid by Audible. We just like to use the product. Yeah, we do. <laughs> if you like what we do, follow us on Spotify or in any of your other preferred streaming sites. If you want to leave us a comment or let us know what you think, you can email us at papercut.cast at gmail.com or Instagram at papercutpodcast no caps or Twitter at papercutpodcast one word no caps look forward to seeing you guys next week for another episode until then I'm Nick and I'm Eugene peace out